Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, here we go on this Wednesday, July the 24th, 2019. Pleasure to have you along for the ride. Dane Martinez, Joe Ranieri on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network as we uh, try to make heads or tails over the last 24 hours in the world of sports. And uh, guys, let me tell you, it was uh, it, it was a great example of why uh, me personally, which is why I love Major League Baseball and this time of year, while a lot of other guys are, ah, I can't, and nothing going on in the world of sports. Well, listen, baseball's got its faults, but the one thing it, uh, it has always done is deliver drama on a consistent basis throughout the year, throughout their season, and maybe no more drama than once you start having playoff pushes and you've got trade deadlines and last night in Major League Baseball, probably one of the most exciting and frustrating from a not only a fan standpoint, from a betting standpoint last night, uh, it was we had extra inning games. We had uh, underdogs, six of them, in fact, last night, cashing big tickets, taking down uh, big favorites. We had uh, we had extra innings. We had guys that were rumored to be traded, uh, who all went out as an audition, the final audition before the trade deadline on July 31st, had the opportunity to show what they uh, what they have to contenders, because most of these guys are on teams that who need some help. Uh, but let's face it, they all went out and dominated last night, all of these guys on the audition. But maybe the best baseball game, the most exciting, the craziest baseball game, rather, that I have seen in a very, very long time was the New York Yankees and the Minnesota Twins who delivered on every level imaginable. You want to talk about a roller coaster of emotions, Dane. You try live betting that game. You try <laughs> uh, trying to figure out what direction to go in that game. The only thing, the only saving grace in that game is if you had the over at 10, the closing right. line was 10. If you had over 10, then by the fourth inning, you were good. You were like, all right, I can turn the game off. Everybody else uh, who had tickets on uh, the side there, whether it be the Twins or the Yankees, I know twin fans thought early on, at least through the first five, oh, we got this. We, we, this, this is no problem. You know, we're going to take the first two from the Yanks. Yeah, that wasn't to be. Dana, I, I've never seen a game in my life and I guess this is exactly what 2019 Major League Baseball is. We have got 35 hits, 26 runs, 16 extra base hits, 14 walks, 10 innings. Oh, yeah, six home runs. And Chapman walks the first three batters that he faces in the uh, in the bottom of the night. I don't I don't know what the hell else more you could expect from that game last night. 
Yeah, that makes sense, Joe. I mean, good morning, Joe. Good morning, Degenerates on Make It Rain. I mean, there were more than 10 runs scored, like, after the seventh inning in that game, okay? <laughs> you know, Didi winds up with seven RBIs. And, I mean, like, talk about good to the last drop. The very last play of the game, you know, Aaron Hicks makes a game-saving catch. You know, you think the game, you think, you think Minnesota's going to come right back. So, absolutely, that was exciting. I think, you know, <laughs> Joe, your San Francisco Giants win again behind Madison Bumgardner. I mean, that game goes into extras as well, but the crowd yep. gives Mad Bum a standing ovation, thinking it may be the last ovation. time they see him. You know, you talk about Vargas, uh, you know, at the top of the hour, the update said Vargas may be the most likely met to be dealt. That makes sense to me. He pitched well. I listened to you, Joe, I was on Paddock last night, but after listening, talking it through with you, I went under instead of Padres, and mm. that worked better for me as well. So, you know, and then we got those three matchups, right? Oakland gets one against Houston. You know, we got Boston against Tampa. So these things are are tightening up in the American League. Cleveland is there as well. And then in the National League, you know, we've talked about with so many teams bunched up. Do you sell or not? The clock is ticking to make that decision. The trade deadline only seven days away. A lot of these guys are making their showcase starts. Uh, it, it really, then we've seen it already a couple of times this week. We saw Robbie Ray, yep. uh, game one on Monday, be on display, uh, taking down the Orioles. But of course, that was another one of those situations last night where favorites, nine and six. And anytime you've got six dogs, on a night that are cashing tickets, guys, you you got the Royals plus two ten. Yeah. Take down the Reds Braves, on the road. okay? Yes, uh, you've got the Angels plus one eighty taking down the Dodgers. Uh, you know, it, you go down this list. You had the Indians. All right, Trevor Bauer no hits the Blue Jays through foot yeah. what through through the first five innings, right? And the Indians. You want to know why they're thinking about trading Trevor Bauer? Because they scored one run off of Sanchez, who they've who hasn't won a yeah. game in like three years, and they could only muster one run. They end up losing as well they should have in extra innings because they could only score one run. So you want to know why Trevor, Trevor Bauer fault. has been up there? <laughs> right. It wasn't Trevor Bauer's fault, but it's obvious that the we know what the what the needs are of some of these teams. For the Indians, it just so happens to be. They need bats. A lot of these other teams competing for a playoff, bats aren't the problem. The arms are the problem. But it's interesting because for Cleveland, they can't score any damn runs. So that's why Trevor Bauer could very well be wearing a Yankee uniform sooner rather than later. Yeah, and it's interesting, you know, because when you look at some of these names in the lineup, you'd be like, all right. Mm. They can get some things done, you know, with Lindor and Santana and Kipnis and Jose Ramirez, who, by the way, Jose Ramirez, Joe, is up to 235. You know, he was at the Mendoza <laughs> line pretty much for the entire first half of the season. So, you know, maybe yep. just a normal Jose Ramirez is like them acquiring another real bat at the trading deadline, you know, if he's going to be that kind yeah. of second half. In the same way the Yankees hope they get like a Severino or a Batances back. But, yeah, especially in the outfield, you know, and that's why we keep on saying, Joe, that the Yankees could be a match because we know that there is talented and disgruntled outfielder Clint Frazier uh, mm. that kind of has no path to production for the Yankees, at least. So it will be interesting. But, yeah, yeah you mentioned it. You know, the Blue Jays go ahead and beat the Indians 2-1. The, uh, the Astros go down. The Dodgers go down. So, yeah, the dogs were barking last night. Mm. Yeah, and of course the Orioles seven two taking down the uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks at uh, at plus one seventy dogs. It was just one of those unbelievably 
crazy night where you got six big tickets out there that people, if they wanted to go contrarian, uh, you made Braves some money last night. Home. You might be calling in to sick here tonight. Uh, the Braves and Royals, it just unbelievable. And you know what? It starts at about 12 o'clock today all over again, which is why we love away, Major Jay. League Baseball. That's it. We'll talk about some of those games, plus the latest headlines from the world of sports next year as we make it rain. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. All right, here we go on a Wednesday, 31 days away from college football. Getting ready to kick off. Excited about that. Of course, NFL, two training camps, headlines from around the NFL. Who's 
who can perform, who can't perform. We heard from Andy Reid. We'll get to uh, all of those, but we'll start with the headline that uh, that is a little something close to Dan and I. We heard yesterday it was the end of an era. Mark Sanchez has decided to retire, Dane. Yep, he is uh, He is going to be joining the booth in the sky. Uh, that booth, of course, is uh, the one that Mac Brown, who left to coach North Carolina, was residing in for ABC's uh, college football studio. And he'll, uh, he'll be joining Jonathan Vilma, who's in there uh, as well, and... Uh, Mac Brown, all throughout last college, last couple of college football seasons, uh, you may have seen there was uh, oh, a lot of fun to be able to talk to good old Mac. But he's on his way to North Carolina, which is very interesting to me to see what happens there. But Mark Sanchez, uh, 32 years old. I, I'm still trying to when I read he was 32, I'm like, man, I feel like Sanchez yeah. has been around forever. Right. You know, he's yeah. 10 years in the NFL. Back-to-back AFC championships under uh, under Rex Ryan, who he'll Rex. be working alongside now. So I'm sure his wife and uh, her feet will love that. And I, I'm just curious, man, from a Jet fan perspective, what do you besides the butt fumble? Because that's what everybody's right. going to do. What what do you? How do you view Mark Sanchez? How do you look back at, at Mark Sanchez's tenure as the number one, the fifth overall pick, number one draft pick for the Jets that year? Um, I think that because of the butt fumble, Mark Sanchez and his like career was almost like a caricature of itself. Right. Mm. And <laughs> because he had that one play that we still see highlights from every other bonehead play is compared to the butt fumble. And it was silly. He did run up into the bend, the backside of Brandon Moore and fumble. So, of course. Right. But I think people then discredit that you know and he wasn't a great quarterback but he was a serviceable quarterback joe he was a serviceable mm. quarterback and that defense in those years really got the jets to the afc championship game twice in a row and remember joe about a week ago we were talking about the patriots and how they dominated the afc championship game for the better part of the last decade and a half i think i remember saying that like either big ben payton or tom brady was in the afc championship game every year in the last 15 years so it has been so hard for anybody else besides those three teams to break through and the Jets did it twice in a row I mean come on I think Sanchez's analog should not be like other caricatures and jokes in NFL history but should be instead other quarterbacks that um, had great defenses and were good enough game managers to get them actually productive and far as a team for example Joe Flacco you know what I mean? Like, what did mm. Joe Flacco actually do on his own? He was a good game manager, right? And he had a great defense with him, and he went to the higher ends of the playoffs, going to AFC Championship games and even winning the Super Bowl. That's what Mark Sanchez did. He was a good enough game manager for me, and then the fact that, you know, he had that butt fumble means everybody's public perception of him is as a laughing stock. But he was, you know, he was fine enough for me as a good game manager and paired with a great defense and Rex Ryan. They went to two straight AFC championship games. was the best success I've seen from the Jets in my lifetime, okay? They had one random AFC championship game in 98 when they lost to the Broncos. But other than that, I mean, come on. He's been the most successful quarterback there, you know? So he did his job and he did it well as a game manager. Yeah, he was, uh, I, I think at the time, 
And you got to keep everything into perspective in the time when he came into the league and the Jets with that number five pick. Uh, They needed a quarterback. We all know the history of the Jets. And, you know, the hype with Sanchez coming out of USC during that time. uh, Junior. Uh, But he he checked all those boxes like he checked all the boxes like he was a good looking guy from Southern Cal would have fit into New York. At that time, the league was not about run, you know, airing it out all over the place. And he went to a team that was had a lot of veterans, had the best running attack with Curtis Martin and Thomas Jones. They were okay. they were a beast. Plus, you bring in Rex Ryan, uh, you know, to uh, to run that defense there as a head coach, and it, it all lined. It was the perfect situation for a young quarterback coming into the league to go with a veteran laden team with an amazing defense and it took him to two AFC championship games which was great but the problem is what happened is once those veterans started to uh you know move on and retire and the Rex Ryan era really began cuz let us not forget that wasn't Rex Ryan's team right i mean Rex Ryan took over that team there that that team had a uh uh that wasn't a whole lot of rex ryan guys until it started to come in later and then what we realized is rex ryan doesn't know the first thing about the offense and the guys he was bringing in uh were never going to create mark sanchez or going to make him a higher caliber upper echelon quarterback which is a shame and that to me is what the nfl has always been we talk about coaching and how important it is. Mark Sanchez is the perfect, I mean, the absolute perfect example of why coaching and why the Sean McVeighs of the world and the, and the you know, McDaniels yep. of the world, why these guys, Bruce Arians, why they yep. make a difference. Because those guys probably could have taken a Mark Sanchez and his career path would have been totally different had he had, I don't know, Bruce Arians as a, uh, as a coach early on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and, and I think that's a good point, right? So when he was plopped into a ready-made team where all he had to do is not defecate the mattress, they were able to do that, right? right. Then you move on and, then you know, then without, say, um, you know, the Santonio Holmeses, the Curtis Martins, later on the Ladanian Tomlinsons, you know, that kind of leadership, when he's asked to be the alpha dog, he didn't necessarily have it in him. I think that's a fair point. And then the other thing you're alluding to, Joe, is that is why it is so important, especially now, Right. That the priority is get those guys, get those coaches who can develop the quarterback. Right. So we see that that was priority number one for the Jets in the head coaching hire this year. Right. Where they get Adam Gaze to develop Sam Darnold. Same thing in Cleveland. Right. It was like, what will give Baker the best chance of growing as a quarterback? You talked about it as well. Think about the development and change in Jared Goff going from Jeff Fisher to Sean McVay. Right. Think about the importance of Peterson there in Philly for a kid like Carson Wentz. And then look at what happens when it doesn't happen, right? My case study would be Marcus Mariota, who's gone through a bunch of different coaches. They had a team called Exotic Smash Mouth, and now we're wondering a little bit about him. You talk about Bruce Arians and everybody thinking that what he can do for Jameis Winston. Meanwhile, in other situations, young quarterbacks like Dak don't necessarily have that development, and they stay in QB purgatory, right? So absolutely, the development of the quarterback people are seeing is uh, you know paramount in terms of getting a um, excuse me a deal 
I mean, a team that can be sustainable because when you have your quarterback on that rookie deal, that's when it's time to make, hey, see Russell Wilson, Cam Newton as examples. All right. So absolutely. And uh, we'll see if the Jets have learned their lesson by prioritizing the development of Sam Darnold. It looks like they have. And it looks like that's why people believe the arrows pointing up for the Jets as they enter the 2019 season. 10 years later than when they started going to back-to-back AFC championship games. It's been 10 years, Joe. Yeah, you know, the and, and I hope they have lost because what people seem to forget about those years with Mark Sanchez is that, uh, yeah, that wasn't Rex Ryan. Guys, Rex Ryan inherited the team put together by Eric Mangini and Mike Tannenbaum. And under Mangini and these guys, and people seem to forget that that tenure with him. Here's a list of the names that Eric Mangini drafted, all right? Had a finger on scouting out the talent. Uh, Nick yeah. Mangold, DeBrickashaw Ferguson, Richard Leon Ferguson. Washington, Thomas Jones, Mike DeVito, Damian Woody, Darrell Revis, and David Harris. That was Mike Man. That was, that was Mangenius who put that yep. team together with Tannenbaum. And then because... They had all that talent, and then in 2008, they ended up blowing. They lost, like, they went 9-7, and seven, I think, and missed yep. the player. They fired his ass at midnight, you know, as soon as the season was over. And it was, was also, he wasn't like a they, player's coach. Yeah. He was like a, a no, disgruntled exactly. guy. He was bad with yes. the media, so then they swing the yes. pendulum in the other direction and bring in yeah. Rex. To Rex, yeah, because Rex had just won the Super Bowl with Ray Lewis oh. and... Yeah, and boy, I bet you, I bet you, if the uh, if Woody and company had a do-over, uh, I bet you they might have done that over. Yeah. I bet you Sanchez wishes they did it over too. Yeah, unreal. Indeed knows finding the right hire take time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source com score total visits. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
the Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your TBS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. So, fantasy football season is upon us here. Season-long drafts starting to get set up. They're going to be in full swing. And the good news is Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package. That includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the net. You can thank Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts for providing dynasty season-long betting best ball and NFL draft content every day of the year so you can have an edge regardless of the type of fantasy football you play. Do yourself a favor. Save 10% right now at rotoexperts.com. Use the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off promo code FNTSY. It is the NFL 365 fantasy football package only at rotoexperts.com. And want to welcome you in here to Make It Rain on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Ranieri, Dane Martinez, hanging with you here as uh, we've got some uh, headline stories certainly uh, revolving around the NFL. We'll get into Andy Reid's uh, comments about uh, Tyreek Hill yesterday. Also, uh, Adrian Peterson would like to borrow a few bucks. We'll talk about that. Uh, but right now we've got Adam Schefter, who is uh, who is breaking some news right now, which I don't know that it's necessarily breaking. We kind of, when a dude tells you he's going to do something, he's probably going to go ahead and do it. It's not that hard to figure out that uh, that Melvin Gordon, uh, according to Adam Schefter, just posted this uh, a few minutes ago. Melvin Gordon seeking a new contract informed the Chargers early this morning that he will uh, not report. To training camp when the uh, when the rest of the team reports today, this, uh, according to sources familiar with those talks, that was Adam Schefter about 20 minutes ago. And it's no I guess it's no shock that just yesterday, in fact, the uh, the Chargers who were prepping for this and had already mentioned that, yeah, we're, we're not. We're, you know, he can do whatever he wants. We're not paying him. They were they kind of dug into the ground with him yeah. and they went and signed yet another running back. Uh, this uh, this kid out of uh, Alabama, Louisiana Monroe, his name was Derek Gore. They still have Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, uh, Dietrich Newsome, Jeremy Cox, uh, Tremaine Pope. Uh, none of those guys, of course, instill uh, fear in defenses by any stretch of the imagination. But it does look like. We've got our uh, we've got our new Le'Veon Bell, shall uh, shall we say this year, where Melvin Gordon can probably and the NFL and the Chargers can probably thank 
you know, good old uh, Le'Veon Bell for this situation right now. But it looks like Melvin Gordon is completely prepared to sit out the season here, Dane. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it this way, or at least that's what they're representing, Joe. You know, it's like it's like when you sit down at the poker table, right? Sometimes you're representing a hand that you don't have necessarily, but we shall see. I think this is news today because the Chargers training camp for veterans officially opens today. We knew this was happening, right? But veterans report today, and so it is now official that Melvin Gordon is, in fact, holding out. Okay, and camp opens for half of the league veterans today. You know, 16 teams have veterans report to camp. And, you know, you mentioned the rest of that running back room. Eckler and Jackson were there last year and performed well in Melvin Gordon's absence when he had an injury towards the end of last season. So they have seen that it can be done. We've talked about it before. Yes, I think running backs all across the league have Le'Veon Bell to thank for the precedent. Now it's like this threat of I'll hold out into the season actually carries weight because we've seen other people do it before. Previously, you know, teams would be like, yeah, 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 okay, are you really going to forfeit, you know, half a million dollars in a game check every week? I doubt it, but Le'Veon Bell with his stance was like, yep, I will. And so now teams have to, like, consider this as a valid threat at least. Um, I don't know if Melvin Gordon – I don't know if Melvin Gordon is the same – if he has the same leverage, you know, is he a generational back like Le'Veon Bell? The Pittsburgh Steelers didn't acquiesce to his demands. Why will the Chargers? I'll also remind you that the Chargers, if you remember this, Joe, with Joey Bosa, when he was a rookie, remember how he was holding out with the contract language? And the Chargers were like, yeah, all right, kid, do whatever you want. And he held out for like the first six mm. to eight games in his rookie year. The Chargers were dug in. They are a franchise who digs their heels in. And I think they're going to do it again. You know, the running back is imminently replaceable. Is Melvin Gordon above that cut line of someone who is, you know, actually a standalone value, an added value over, you know, an Eckler or Jackson? I think he is. And I think because the Chargers are legitimate Super Bowl contenders, they really have to take seriously off in the like last two years of when this window is open. Do you want to play games with Melvin Gordon or do you want to really put your best foot forward when you only got like two years left of Philip Rivers? You know, this is all what goes into the calculation on did he have enough leverage to pull this maneuver? I'm sure Melvin Gordon, his agent and his team think they do, but the Chargers are not going to negotiate in this way. I'm very interested to see if this plays out similar to Le'Veon Bell or in this game of chicken who blinks first. Charles Robinson, Yahoo Sports, uh, has, uh, is saying that, yeah, they, uh, they will only offer an extension uh, if Melvin Gordon and his people lower their asking price right now because they are nowhere even remotely close to thinking about paying him what his asking price is. And that's the way of the NFL right now, which all kind of seems a little... It seems a little crazy when just yesterday we're, we're we're telling you 26 of the 50 most valuable sports franchises in the world are NFL teams who are making, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, 80 million, 90. But, you know, you go down the list of all the money these uh, these NFL teams are making. And when you put it in scale and you realize what it's not that he's asking an abundant amount of money, he's asking for a lot of guaranteed money, which always seems to be the sticking point with with these NFL teams, because they want to be they don't want to be handcuffed to guaranteed anything. They like to be able to just 
put a pencil line through your name and go, you know what? We've got this. We got this young kid, Austin Eckler. He's played well the last two years. You know what he is? He's cheap. He's not you, Melvin Gordon. Now they're going to bring in a whole litany of other guys. And Melvin Gordon is a guy, if I'm a Chargers fan, um, this is now, what, the second year I've got to deal, or, you know, two out of the last three years, I got to deal with cheapness. Uh, we, I had to deal with the whole Bosa thing with the yep. number one draft pick. I got to deal it now with Mel. Like, pay the dude what he is worth. I'm wondering how tolerant Charger fans are going to be if, uh, or a Charger fans just simply going to be like, hey, Austin, I don't care who runs the ball. I wonder how attached fans are to Melvin Gordon. I don't think they realize exactly what he brings to the table because you can't replace Melvin Gordon and what he does inside that red zone and what he no, was to that team. What do you have, 14 touchdowns last year? Something like that. No, he is he is one of the backs in the league that I do think. Listen, so many teams right now in the NFL are going running back by committee, right? You have, you have your whole <laughs> committee of guys. There's only a few teams in the NFL that have like a workhorse back. We talk about it in fantasy, right? Melvin Gordon is one of those, I don't know, call it five to seven backs, you know, that really are right. studs. The question is, Joe, I don't think it's about the Chargers necessarily being cheap. Yeah, the, these NFL teams all have money. What it's about, in my opinion, is that the NFL has decided or the NFL front offices, you know, they have decided that running back is the least valuable position or the least sound investment, shall we say, in a long term, mm-hmm. because they're kind of replaceable, you know, because they're they, they, they you chew them up and spit them out. I, I'm telling you right now. The top 10 highest paid backs in the NFL look like a joke. Giovanni Bernard, Leonard, yep. uh, uh, Lamar Miller, Shady McCoy are on this list. And then when you're saddled with it in the back end, it's same like giving a pitcher, a starting pitcher in baseball, Joe, a seven-year deal. It doesn't look good at the end of the contract. And people are realizing more and more that running back, are, you know, they don't have the lifespan. So they don't want to get that second contract when you could just kind of, you know, chew them up, spit them out, and then even franchise them if you need to for that extra year when you plan for your future. And that's what's happening right now with Melvin Gordon. But Chargers fans should be really pissed if they don't make this happen because, like I said, this is the other factor to cal- in the calculation. The Chargers are actually in their window to be contenders right now. You know, this is not, this is not the Cincinnati Bengals playing with A.J. Green. Okay, this is this is Melvin Gordon and the Chargers who are contenders. So that little difference of what Melvin Gordon actually is as a value added running back, that could be the difference for a team that's 12 and four and in the playoffs. It may not matter, you know, if you're a 500 team or an also ran team, but the Chargers are uniquely a contender. So you do need like that extra value that Melvin Gordon is over the standard running back. So that's why Melvin Gordon thinks he has left. Leverage. The question is, do the Chargers give a damn about that? You know, and that's where I think is going to be very interesting to see how the Chargers view not only Melvin Gordon and the running back position and market, but how they view the importance of having their complete team because they're ready to roll, uh, you know, as Philip as Philip Rivers's career sunsets. Yeah, there's no reason for either side to do anything right now anyway, because there's, uh, you know, camp is here. There's there's plenty of opportunities for both of these sides to get on the same page here. It's still a little early in the game, uh, which is a little early to be throwing out ultimatums uh, if you were Melvin Gordon anyway. But we understand it. And the precedent has been set. So we'll see what happens 
between these two teams uh, or between these both sides here, between player and uh, franchise there in San Diego and Melvin Gordon. In the meantime, we finally heard from Andy Reid yesterday regarding Tyreek Hill. And we know, of course, uh, Tyreek Hill not going to be disciplined by the NFL after their investigation into whether he abused his son. And uh, Andy Reid made it uh, very well known yesterday that there will be open arms uh, waiting for him when he reports to camp. Uh, He said, we're very comfortable with Tyreek coming back here. We look forward to bringing him back here and having the opportunity to get back doing uh, what he loves to do, which is playing football. Uh, It's not sitting well with a few people, too. We'll talk more about that coming up. Plus, Adrian Peterson needs to borrow $5. We'll tell you that crazy story again. Ridiculous. Coming up here as we make it rain, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I 
couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Let dailyrodo.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using dailyrodo.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at dailyrodo.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. So we got uh, Andy Reid yesterday going up in front of the uh, the podium finally there as uh, Chiefs uh, are in camp. Uh, we got a whole lot of uh, teams coming up. I can't wait, of course, for the, uh, the opening of the Raiders camp there so we can all take a look at... Uh, at uh, at that HBO Hard Knocks, uh, Hard Knocks uh, the show, yeah, in a couple of weeks is going to be a lot of fun to watch that train wreck uh, hit the hit the airways. Is going to be fun, but Andy Reid has got his uh, he's got his hands full here. Uh, you know, once again, it's um, Tyreek Hill had made uh, a lot of headlines in the in the off season, and you know, not all good. However, he was. Uh, in many people's minds, he was kind of, um, you know, he was released of any liability the minute that Roger Goodell and the NFL decided not to pursue any sort of disciplinary action to him. And Andy Reid said exactly what Andy Reid should say. You know, he says, listen, we're going to welcome him back with open arms. And, you know, he has some obligations he'll take care of as he goes. And I'm not going to get into all that, he says. But we have trust in Tyreek and we're going to go forward in a positive way here, which is exactly what he should be doing and and how Andy Reid, as the coach of this team, should be pushing forward. What I find fascinating is reading the comments uh, on the posts of people uh, where this story is all over the Internet. And it's there seems to be a couple of different camps here. There seems to be the absolutely ridiculous karma he shouldn't be anywhere near a uh, a football field you know people are convicting him even though he's not really ever been convicted of a crime here or suspended for any reason but people are already convinced that he shouldn't be on a football field then you have this camp here where people go his girlfriend and the mother of his uh, his children unfortunately is a psycho lunatic she created all of this This is, uh, you know, he's trying to separate himself. He's trying to play football. And she created all of this drama by recording and so on and so forth. And then you've got these people that go, um, how little information or how little did the NFL actually have on Tyreek? Because he's not suspended. And we know the NFL's propensity to, if you so much as jaywalk, It's giving them a reason to go ahead and light you up for four games and six games. So people right now, they're kind of all over the map with this. There are very few people 
that are supportive of Tyreek Hill, but the ones that are are going, hey, guys, it's Roger Goodell. It's the NFL. He's not suspended. And don't you think, like, you can't have it both ways. You can't tell me how the NFL is so ridiculous. They suspend anybody for everything. And then this dude, with all the stories we've heard, doesn't get suspended. To me, that means we don't have all the information. The NFL does. Should Tyreek Hill be given the benefit of the doubt at this particular point since the NFL was not uh, is not disciplining him. And we know for a fact that if they had found anything, let's be realistic, they'd have threw him right under the bus, wouldn't they have? You would think so. You would think so, especially because the spotlight is on the NFL because they have a history of being very inconsistent as they adjudicate their personal conduct policy, right? So you would think that they would try, uh, you know, I don't want to say make an example out of him or anything like that, but yes, you would think they would have come down on him on some level if it was warranted. You know, I will say this, though, Joe, Tyreek Hill does have a history of this, okay? You know, he has been, I believe, arrested and charged with stuff previously, you know, like back in uh, like 2014, before he even came into the mm-hmm. NFL. So there is something of a history with Tyreek Hill around this. For example, that's why he fell to, to be a fifth-round pick. Everyone knew he was such a talent. Okay, but he fell because of this off-field concerns. This was in his history. I do believe that in America, you should be innocent until proven guilty and all that. So we'll see. You know, like the the criminal process decided to not charge him with a crime. The criminal the criminal process, with whatever they found as evidence, decided to not arrest him. So hey, what else can I say? Here is the problem for me, Joe. And I have a very big problem with this. You have the Tyreek Hill situation, right? And hey, he wasn't arrested. He wasn't charged. You know, the actual judicial and police process played itself out. And that's what happened. And the NFL is like, all right, so we're not going to suspend them. Joe, do you know who Jerron Reed is? Uh, uh, Jerron Reed. Why do I know that name? All right. He is a Seahawks defensive lineman who had 10 and a half sacks last year, Joe. Okay, he's a Mm -hmm. Seahawks D lineman who had 10 and a half sacks last year. A little bit of a breakout year for him. The NFL was investigating. There was a domestic violence uh, issue with him back in 2017. Okay, and Mm -hmm. he has been appealing the same way Tyreek Hill, like met with the league office. This guy met with the league office. And guess what, Joe? This guy was not arrested, was not charged with a crime. The same as Tyreek Hill. There is no, you know voicemail from an airport in Dubai. There's none of that either. No evidence really to charge or convict this man. The police say so. The NFL just suspended him, Jerron Reed, for six games. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I don't get. What the inconsistency. Yeah, Jerron Reed is just a defensive lineman. He's not a star wideout. But that's the problem with me for this here, Joe. It's just so inconsistent. That's why people don't understand what the NFL is doing. You can get suspended 16 games for smoking weed like Chantrell Henderson. You can get two for regularly beating your wife, including on NFL like grounds at the Pro Bowl, like the Giants kicker. Mm -hmm. It just makes no sense. They can't be consistent. And that's why people are thinking, you know, they can't get out of their own way on this and why people were so surprised with the Tyree Kill thing. It would have been a very easy thing for them to slap him with two or four games. No one really would have said yep. anything. But if you're going to do zero, 
because he wasn't charged or he wasn't arrested, then what about this other guy who wasn't charged, wasn't arrested? He gets six games, so in mm-hmm. that case, the NFL investigative arm is better than the cops. But in the Tyreek Hill case, like it's consistent with the cops. That's that's the problem for me, and I have a big problem with this because then you're getting subjective into you know it could be looking like you're favoring teams or 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 um, yeah. you know players that are box office you know and that is a problem for the nfl it should be consistent the policy is the policy yeah, well it's well it, the problem is like it's Andy not Reed is supposed to say so, that you know i welcome you back cool right. he's not suspended he's a part of our team he's gonna do what he has to do and we're ready to roll that's what he should say the problem is with the nfl joe they don't know they're like they they no. fumbling over themselves with this well it's because they're not transparent if we knew as the public what they had privy to, unfortunately, they don't give us that information. So what we're left to do is make assumptions based upon the final outcome and what their decision is. But they don't really give us any sort of transparency as to how they connected the dots from A right, to like D. Right, like what's the policy? And, you know, what's the effing what, policy? Like give us a clue as to what is it that you – what is it that you witnessed? What is it that you saw? What information did you get that you decided to, hey, this guy should be suspended. Right. This guy, we can't suspend him because show he didn't break any of the Show me where in the, the formula, person. right. Give us to Show it. me right. how exactly. in the formula the Tyree kill equals zero and the Jerron Reed equals right. six. Just show me the formula yes. and show me how you have consistently applied it to get to zero games here, six games here, two games here. Just show yeah. me how you run it through the widget machine and it pops out. Yeah, and and that's only going to happen when you're completely transparent with the public, when you're completely transparent with the media, and you can lay it all out and say, this is what this guy did, because they've already let us know, you don't need to be convicted, arrested, you don't need to do any of that information, like nothing really? with the law, with the system of laws that we have in this country Doesn't has that. anything to do so not with why that, they made it. Then what yeah. we follow it? Right. You know, right. it'd be yeah. easy and if why, you're like, okay, though, why, why, arrested, yeah. then we you're do this. Keep like, that's giving us the opportunity to go, yeah, we're going to come up with our own reasons why it is or why it didn't happen or why it does. And a lot of those reasons are not going to be great PR moves for the NFL because most of it is going to lead to conspiracy theories where you like Andy Reid more than you like Pete Carroll or you like the Hunt family more than you like the Allen family. The NFL and wants that's the Chiefs the problem in the NFL. That's what I can say. The right. NFL and is that's basically, and there you go. There you go. That's you know? exactly what that is all about. When you don't give us the transparency of it, where you just give us the end result, but you don't give us the opportunity to connect the dots like you did, well, and then, they, you know, they it's so funny the way they do it because, of, well, privacy laws and, you know, none of these. We don't want anybody to know what's going OK, that's fine. So then when you wake up in the NFL and people are going to hold things like you were pretty transparent with Ray Rice. I thought they were pretty transparent with that. Right. I mean, they it's very interesting when they decide to give you the information. Adrian Peterson, they were very transparent with that. But here at Tyreek Hill, it's just we didn't find anything. We didn't. We well. What did you find? Like, is what did you get? Because you know, telling us that you can't. Kareem Hunt got eight games. We can't tell you what we got because yeah. But who knows? We can't tell you. You Well, okay. If you can't tell us, then what you're going to have to deal with. Yeah, you're going to have to tell us. Then if you can't tell us how you got from A to B, then what you're going to have to deal with is 
all of us going at the same time, the fans going in a million different directions. And none of that is good for the NFL at the end of the day, not having that kind of transparency. That's a uh, that's a big problem for them. And also, listen, another big problem. You know, so you don't have to be so hypocritical. You know, the other big problem the NFL has, too, is when they have situations like um, Adrian Peterson, who they have suspended in the past. And then you hear about Adrian Peterson, who and whether you say he should have known better or he shouldn't have known better. It's been a problem in the NFL and professional sports for a long, long time. The dude has made one hundred million dollars in salary in his career between everything. And apparently he is ass broke and owes and is being sued to people forever because apparently his attorney saying he trusted people who ripped him off. But the problem with this, this starts early on. And I remember Herm Edwards when he was doing those rookie symposiums and camps before guys reported after they got drafted. You know, that was one of the things uh, that that Herm took personally with trying to, especially this generation, trying them to get to understand that you are going to have friends uh, that come out of that you didn't even know you had all of a sudden because you've got dollar signs attached to you. This happens, I think, more often in the NFL than I've ever heard it happen in the NBA or in other places. I don't know that the NFL does a good enough job, except for Chris Carter when he's telling you to get a fall guy. I'm not sure the NFL does a really good enough job stressing this fact that if this can happen to one of the biggest and all-time greatest running backs in the game, a dude who made $100 million has now got no money. Um, you know, at some point, does the NFL bear any responsibility to try and take these 21-year-olds, 22-year-olds, and put them on the right path and and really explain to them what the hell's going on? Or is it just, here's the million, here's millions of dollars. Good luck, dude. Uh, try not to lose it or get it stolen from you. I don't know, Joe. I mean, I think that the NFL, you know, they have that rookie symposium. They talk about not going out late. They talk about money management. They talk mm. about all that stuff. It's just 21-year-olds in the big old room like that. They ain't paying attention. They don't listen. Yeah. Which, you know, which I mean, is ridiculous. And the yet training, there's... But they don't listen. Don't know. Is it a generation thing or is it just... Yes. yes. It's a generation. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, but... Hey, OJ's playing golf. May apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 
knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Did you miss me? Here's what you missed on Make It Rain. And I don't want Mark Sanchez, uh, 32 years old. I, I'm still trying to, when I read he was 32, I'm like, man, I feel like Sanchez yeah. has been around forever, right? You know, he's yeah. 10 years in the NFL, back-to-back AFC championships under uh, under Rex Ryan, who he'll Rex. be working alongside now. So I'm sure his wife and uh, her feet will love that. And I, I'm just curious, man, from a Jet fan perspective, what do you besides the butt fumble? Because that's what everybody's right. going to do. What, what do you? How do you view Mark Sanchez? How do you look back at, at Mark Sanchez's tenure as the number one, the fifth overall pick, number one draft pick for the Jets that year? Um, I think that because of the butt fumble, Mark Sanchez and his like career was almost like a caricature of itself. Right. And because he had that one play that we still see highlights from every other bonehead play is compared to the butt fumble. And it was silly. He did run up into the bend, the backside of Brandon Moore and fumble. So, of course. Right. But I think people then discredit that, you know, and he wasn't a great quarterback, but he was a serviceable quarterback. Joe, he was a serviceable mm. quarterback. And that defense in those years really got the Jets to the AFC championship game twice in a row. And remember, Joe, about a week ago, we were talking about the Patriots and how they dominated the AFC championship game for the better part of the last decade and a half. I think I remember saying that like either Big Ben, Peyton, or Tom Brady was in the AFC championship game every year in the last 15 years. So it has been so hard for anybody else besides those three teams to break through and the Jets did it twice in a row. I mean, come on. I think Sanchez's analog should not be like other caricatures and jokes in NFL history, but should be instead other quarterbacks that um, had great defenses and were good enough game managers to get them actually productive and far as a team. For example, Joe Flacco. You know what I mean? Like, what did mm. Joe Flacco actually do on his own? He was a good game manager. 
right? And he had a great defense with him, and he went to the higher ends of the playoffs, going to AFC Championship games and even winning the Super Bowl. That's what Mark Sanchez did. He was a good enough game manager for me, and then the fact that, you know, he had that butt fumble means everybody's public perception of him is as a laughing stock, but he was, you know, he was fine enough for me as a good game manager and paired with a great defense and Rex Ryan. They went to two straight AFC Championship games. was the best success I've seen from the Jets in my lifetime. Okay, they had one random AFC championship game in 98 when they lost to the Broncos. But other than that, I mean, come on. He's been the most successful quarterback there, you know, so he did his job and he did it well as a game manager.